Greetings, citizens, and welcome to episode 100 of Paranoia, Fight Together or Die a Clone. I really can't believe we made it here. I surely thought that something would kill me by now. There have certainly been ups and downs, both in terms of reality and also in terms of the podcast in the past two years, but you guys have always made it fun to see what people are going to say about the next episode. So thank you very much. Thanks to my players for always being good sports and mostly always being here on time. And thanks to me for editing a <laughs> hundred hours of audio or something like that. I don't know. Anyways, today we will be finishing uh, the segment that we have going with Ram and Kyle. So uh, wish them luck and a non-nuclear meltdown. And then at about the um, 35 minute mark, we're going to have a very special segment, which we recorded just a couple of days ago, which will be about um, the state of the game and where it's going and what lies in the future for the podcast. So, uh, I hope you are ready for that. Uh, let's go ahead and get started. Um, we might want right, to start so removing... How many capsules and how many fire extinguishers? Well, I think we only need two capsules to really yeah. you know, cover anything. Yeah. Okay. Would a capsule theoretically put out one of the eternal fires? Because um, it wouldn't... Assuming the crack is not actually, like, huge, then if you can, actu- if you can get it to coat that thing, then it would... Stop the the rod, the rad eleven from being exposed to the particles what which make it burny. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So and therefore yes. All right. So let's get two fills. Let's get up the extinguisher. Um, okay. Let's. I'm just gonna make a metal crate. Uh, that we can yeah. throw in. Sure. Uh, I don't know, maybe, something. Maybe line it with dirt just in case. Uh, sure. Um. <sighs> Let me think. What else? What else can we get? Uh, I th- I think we might want to remove all the drones first, just in case this whole thing goes up in flame. Yeah. Mm. We just tie um, them up with plastic cord outside somewhere. You could just yank them all out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah tie them, them up out, outside with plastic cord. Put them in a tarp or something. Yeah. I said we brought. Sure. Something. Kidnap. Yeah. Kidnap all of them. Kidnap all of them first. It's gonna take you a while, but you got the time to do that, I guess. Okay. So yeah, we'll do that. Then we'll go get. Then now it's time to activate the plan. All right. So, um, <laughs> you're, you're going to need some kind of role, but it's, you could do agility or fine manipulation. Both of those seem reasonable to me. Uh, agility or fine manipulation. Okay. Uh, let me do agility. So let's see. That's eight. Cause one of you needs to make the roll and pull the thing out. All right. the other how many max, to, like, hit the bomb how many this. max points can we spend for perversity? Five. Five. Okay. Uh, do you, do you want to, do you want to spend, how much perversity do you have, Kyle? I have... Let me look. Uh, I've got eight points. I have five. I have five right now, so I could definitely. Uh, you spend... spend three. You spend two. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Okay, so that's okay. That's a pretty big roll. Now, if I fail it, I'm I'm quitting the game. Mm. Okay, and, and then I'm using my mutant right. power to do the thing to keep the. Yes, I'll make a mutant power roll for eight? you. Can plus I use three. perversity on that? Let's play. Um, can you? It's a roll. I just don't know how it's affecting. I, 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 I think we, I think we allow that. Yeah. And I'll spend. Then I'll spend. Us. I'll spend two. <laughs> well, it's six successes and four failures on Kyle's roll. Yeah, four that's failures. Good. That's that's good. It's good. Um, oh, so those are probably from the die, but in fact, in yeah. fact, three of those successes are from <laughs> plus the plus five perversity. So. Yeah, I Hell definitely yeah. needed those. Holy we shit! Good as a team. Holy shit! All That's these sixteen d six. Let me just um, jam roll. 
Okay. Um, uh, here's what happens. So you, you, Kyle has his hand on the thing and his other hand on the goo bomb. So he presses the goo bomb. Uh, he waits a second, uh, another half second, and then he pulls it out. Um, there's just this horrible burst of, of green fire. Uh, and Ram, uh, Starts slapping his hands around, but unfortunately he cannot figure out. You, you I thought, can't wait, see wait, wait, wait. Is coming out. Wait, I thought we were doing the hand stuff first. Okay, fine, fine. No. Well, it, there has to be a point at which it comes out. I I thought. Oh, because so do we not do we not see the inline crack? Uh you you see it. Yeah, and you. Okay. All right. Well, I. But but you cracks are are fickle things, Kyle. They're not straight lines. <laughs> you don't know. Um, you don't know this crack. Roll, I do know this crack. Roll, I know everything. Roll a one d for hundred for how this crack forms. Roll a one d one hundred for how this crack forms. All right, I'll take that bet. No. <laughs> uh, if this is no, it's <laughs> all right. Whatever. Lights' car is gonna be a fucking nuclear zone. He's gonna be so mad at us. Did we take right, car uh, out here? one? One is that Ram's hand. Psychic hand perfectly covers the crack. One hundred is that it it doesn't cover the crack, even the slightest bit. I, I I will roll this instead of doing what I was gonna do. If you want, probably not. Um, no, you you want me to? You'd like you prefer the narrative? You prefer the ghost narrative? All of a sudden, do you? Are you trying to pick a fight with me? Are you challenging me? <laughs> I'm an innocent victim yeah, in this I'm challenging fight. Challenging you. I'm challenging you. I'll press enter right now and roll. I'm an innocent victim. <laughs> Do you want the Goss narrative or do you want 1D100? <sighs> do I want the Goss narrative? I'm going to throw up. Do I... <laughs> I just wanted to know initially like if we even knew where the crack was at all. You you pull it out just the tiniest bit and you can see a, a, where a, a crack starts. As I think we covered and fire that. Shoots so Ram out. is going to psychic Ram's going to psychic hand where that is as you pull it out, but you can't you can't know everything. There's going to be a point at which yep. something goes okay, well, comes out, well, then, and it may or may not be good. Well, then, is it is the amount of fire truly outrageous, or is it just like, uh oh? Well, we don't know anymore because we're in a time loop <laughs> until until I either do or this don't. This is roll the worst Outer Wilds time loop to be stuck in. <laughs> I you can go ahead and do your Goss narrative. All right. So as I was saying, don't take that tone with me. He's gonna roll. <laughs> You keep talking. Your hands, your hands do not completely cover it, Ram. Unfortunately, that's fine. Um, you have some trouble focusing on on that with your power. I'm a little distracted by uh, the uranium just, bomb. Yeah, yeah, not not the best day for you. No. Um, so you fire sprays out all over the ceiling. Um, very bad. Uh, you throw it into the metal box, and the goo bomb goes off uh, with a with a big thwop noise, a wet thwop. All right. um, and it sprays goo all over the inside and um, also up and just kind of onto your suits a little bit and uh, all over. But you can you can get it off with something, I'm sure. They have a, a dissolving formula that is yeah. sold separately. I don't know. And then we, I, don't uh, know. I don't know. I was thinking that we were going to slap a lid on that thing and then have them both go off. No, no. We just well, need, uh, we, we need one goo bomb for the thing and then the second goo bomb for the uh, fire. If it I happens, thought we could put the so. fire off without the. Oh yeah, you're right. So let's. Yeah. So you have you have one uh, left over, um, and it it seems to have sealed the thing. the The whole rod is is 
soaked and is also going to stick to it's going to stick to the bottom of the box unless you pull it off do you want it to be separate or do you want to i don't want i mean I, we're gonna bury the box the there's the a box. layer of dirt so we're just gonna bury the box anyways but yeah we're gonna bury the box in some sand okay so you just leave it to adhere to the bottom of the box yeah. with the goo so the ceiling's on fire but um one of you grabs the fire extinguisher and, and starts spraying it down um so this this room's kind of a mess now unfortunately um the ceiling I'm is sure a mess the, yeah uh, well, I mean, you know, goo and fire foam sprayed all over the place, you know, whatever. Um, well, 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 but, but, well, the goo shot up, th- up out of the box hole, and the fire shot up. So most of the room yes. is fine. It's just the ceiling part that's not great, it seems like. It's just dirty. Relax. I'm okay. just saying. It's, <laughs> okay. it's just, just let me let me have some fun here. I'm like, full oh, of terror. Big mess in the kitchen. Oh, it's so <laughs> funny. Such a funny game. We love describing games. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> All right, describe that one to you one hundred. It's like uh, <laughs> no, I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> Gosh dang it! But <laughs> it's like if I say it's like if I say like you raise your sword to swing at the goblin. It's like now I don't raise it too high. I don't want to spring my arm. It's like I'm just, just trying to tell you a story. Listen, listen. Raising your sword too high is a legitimate concern with fighting goblins. Listen, don't, I can don't send you. Yeah, yeah, I can slippery. send you the the cloud hitting the the, the motel room <laughs> roof with a sword trying to swing at Sephiroth. I can send you the image. All right. All right anyways, anyways you're done. Okay, you got the thing. It's in the box. It's got the foam. Hypothetically, will not burst into flame again. Mm. Seems like it's got a solid enough coating. Um, the ceiling, that doesn't even look too bad. It doesn't even really look like it got damaged too much. Um, you look inside where the core was in the bottom hole, uh, and you can see there's some kind of fancy receptor rece- receptacle in here. Uh, it doesn't look like there's anything radioactive that spilled out it's a little bit glowy probably from having this thing in here for 150 plus years or who knows what um mm-hmm. but it doesn't look like i mean there's no fire coming out of it so you know uh that, that's great you see just a few tiny crumbs of of broken reinforced glass in there which mm. is you know who knows how that happened um how did that happen so so now the question is um where are you going to bury that box and the second question is um what uh, what do you do now that that Well, happens? obviously we're going Consider to bury it in the radioactive garbage zone. Consider the following, though. That's actually a good idea. You can bury it there, and then uh, aerial scans will not yeah. detect anything suspicious. But also, consider the following. Makeshift mm-hmm. uranium bomb. That's not how uranium... I don't know... If- I don't know what kind of nuclear engineer role you have to turn this into a nuclear bomb, but I don't think well, it's one of those to do. All you need to do is dissolve the goo and then throw it at someone. <laughs> Shit. So just something to consider for, for later. All right, so let's... I guess we know I where wanna, our nuke I, is. I want to fully like clean out and inspect that hole to make sure there's nothing in there that would break the next rod. Because if uh, if it does break, I will, I'm will. i just going to leave the call. Yeah. Right. Um, so... If we need all three rods to make this thing work, I'm gonna shit myself. Well, you put the rod outside, I guess, for now. Yeah. Um... Boybot, watch this bomb. <laughs> it's a nuke. Don't, don't mess with that. He's just gonna... He's just gonna take his crabbing computer and go further away. Um... <laughs> <clears throat> so you, you go back inside. So, now you can do a couple yeah. interesting things. I'm just gonna skip ahead and assume you experiment a bit. Um... Yeah. I know how possible. So are. if you take... If you take both of those rods out, um... Then actually, the power will basically go down to uh, almost no power. 
uh, in this uh, machine. Mm-hmm. Um, so the third rod was providing power, presumably, um, just also was very dangerous. Uh, so then the question is, what what was what's causing it to not be power. cool? Why no work? Why no work? Why no work? Um, he says you slam your hands against it, and uh, the answer to that is uh, make me some rolls, boys. Now that you can take all the things out and inspect the. Oh, uh, okay. The well, let's see. I kind of rolls. Let me see. What kind of rolls should I make? Wow, I um, went down to one perversity points from ten. Engineering. Okay, sure. Let's try a nuclear engineering rule. Uh, but I don't think uh, like, I know how it's being powered. It's powered by nuclear energy. I don't think it's like not yeah, enough power. Um, probably not. No. Probably. Uh, I'm gonna roll actually a bot off some maintenance because I assume like it's like a, the power is being routed somewhere, but it's not. Yeah, it's allowed, but not routed enough. Like I don't know. Oh shit! Try an electronic engineering roll. Four successes. We love successes. Uh, what you determine is that there are several fail-safes in these, in these power sockets, um, and it seems like they are, they are, they are tripped. I'll bet. So you, you, you can take some time now and just, uh, pull off some of the, uh, components with your multi-tool, uh, and expose some of this stuff now that there's not anything nuclear for, waiting for you. Okay. There's a couple things you could do. Um, one of them would be to uh, do a electronic engineering. And if you do that, you can probably figure out uh, how the failsafes work. Or you could just like, cut, snip the failsafe wire. Um, Are you kidding? Put it back together and stick the other two rods in, and then it should should run fine. We'll make the electronics engineering roll. Alright. If you say so. What's your electronic engineering, Kyle? It's three. Okay, minus seven. And that is well, that is what I just rolled an electronic engineering roll, but I guess I'll roll another one. With our luck, huh, it'll be hey, baby. Oh, three successes and no failures. Real successes too. Mm, pretty good. Pretty good. You could say that my character is hyper focused on nuclear and electronic stuff right now. His brain is working. Yeah, in ways I, it usually does not. So. All right, so um, there's definitely some sensors in here that sense if one of these rods is uh, broken. Uh, and, and that was definitely one of the reasons. So you, uh, you reset that now, um, so that, uh, you know, it'll trigger again if something breaks, but you can run things. There's some other, um, things. It seems like some sensors have, have tripped based on, um, uh, some damaged machinery in other parts of this thing, which you kind of already knew. Um, the question therein is, if you turn this on, is it going to automatically try to do something with those parts and thereby damage itself further? Uh, or would it not do that? In which case, it would just be on and then you could mess around with it. I think if anything was wrong, the, the sensor would trip if that's what caused it, right? It would trip on just turn off again. Um, well, the thing is, it, it is tripped, and you can turn it off manually if you want. I mean, we can manually turn it off because it's not, right? It's not, right? Kyle? Am I missing something? You don't know what this is going to do when you turn it on. It might try to start doing something. Uh, and it may cause more damage to itself. Um, but the only way to... Know that. Yeah. Ensure, the only way to ensure it doesn't would be to dig the whole thing up and uh, redo it. Or find the instruction manual. Well, oh, we could uh, flip the levers off. Make sure it doesn't... Yeah. Can't move. Yeah. 
I assume those are like. Well, that's how you. That's how you actually get it. Get get this ah, rolling. Okay. Is once all the fail safes are clear, you'd have to activate it. With well, this. I mean, worst case scenario, we, we can just, just turn it we off just really want quickly. we just want the power to the computer. We don't want anything mm. else. We don't yeah. want the thing to full activation. We just want systems check. Well, therein lies the problem. Let's. Um, I mean, I, I guess I could risk my life. Uh, to I don't really need this radiation suit anymore, so we don't want to lose that either. So I can give it to you. Okay. Um, so you, I can turn it on, and sure, I'll wait outside. Worst case, worst case scenario, I can just unhook the power immediately. If you look outside, I'm sitting on the box and I'm waving at you. Okay, fun. All right, okay. so yeah, let's just turn it on, and if anything seems amiss, I will turn it off immediately. And if I die, I die. So be it. Ram has all my important all right. stuff. Uh, gotcha. So you go back in. You 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 disable the mechanical failure fail safe uh, and reset everything else. Uh, the rods are in. Uh, you grab both the levers and pull. Uh, and, uh, everything lights up. Uh, there's lights in here now. Uh, the screen turns on to display some stuff. Uh, and you hear some... You hear some creaking. Um, but you're not sure if anything... Doesn't seem like anything big is happening. Well, I'm start... I'm tap-tip that screen. Alright, uh, you, you... You dash over and start slapping your fingers on it. System shut down. Uh... Hello. Uh, it seems like, as far as you can tell, uh, is this operator friendly? Uh, <laughs> it was definitely made by an engineer, but there does appear to be like a, a directory of of commands and things like that. After 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 casually browsing it, you can see uh, some information. You can see uh, an ID number, mm. which is which is pretty pretty helpful. You can see some systems. It 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 does appear to have uh, a a bot brain. It, it says the computer is hooked up to it, but it says like it's it has it in all capital letters with a dash between it. And that's not how anyone writes it in Alpha Complex, so that's a little bit weird. Um, but maybe that's how they used to, to type it. Uh, and there's some other stuff like that where there's systems that are kind of familiar, but they're not really expressed in the same way. the The vernacular has changed. Is that the right word, vernacular? Sure. Yeah. Anyways, so it looks like, um, as far as you can tell, what you're supposed to do is feed this computer some kind of disk with a set of instructions, and then this thing will go and do those instructions with its little crabs. You're not sure... It looks like you can like just manually give it a command from this computer if you wanted to, but it seems like that would be painfully slow. It would be like, you know... Uh, you know, move left leg, move right leg, move left leg, move right leg, move left leg, move right leg to get it fucking going somewhere. And then like, you know, dig this and this and this and this and this and this. Uh, it would be very much a pain in the ass. Um, so what you're actually supposed to do is, is give it some kind of program disc. Um, and it, uh, has one inside of it. What's the program disc? Uh, well, you're not sure. It doesn't, it doesn't really tell you. It just said, uh, has the active program disc and it has a list of commands in it, which goes on for miles and miles, um, uh, the program disk. Let me let me. Uh, so the program disk inside of it is named Cave Collapse Program. Um, uh oh. Which seems like maybe something you wouldn't want to do, um, but there's a couple things that could mean, and you're not sure what exactly. It seems like it did not finish its program. It's in the middle of it. So you could tell it to resume, 
Uh, but that probably isn't a good idea no. given no, its no, current no, situation. No, yeah, no, 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 no. So you can see um, hmm. now that this is active, there appears to be two-way signals between this and the crabs. And it has a count. And the count seems to be pretty much full. It looks like it's supposed to have uh, 80 of these things. And it's missing seven. Um, well, so three of those you took. Three of those we took. Two of those are out there. Um, did we take three? Uh, it's it is it is counting the ones in the immediate vicinity. So oh, okay. So it's missing four. When did it miss those four? Does it know? That is a good question. You don't know. Uh, does it like, keep track of like court like? like signals of correspondence from its drones or is there any um it there's no like long log of of when it lost track of them it just says that uh or, or if there is you can't find it with your your meager uh non-jargon having skills but um yeah it's 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 detecting 73 crabs um so three of those are presumably the ones that you have okay okay so where are those missing crabs at who knows? They're not near enough for it to send signals. They might just be broken nearby. They might. They that might. Have been, they might have been crushed in the lower levels. And that's also possible. Hmm. Not something I'm too worried about right now. Can I like talk to Voidbot and get like have two way communication on doing this bullshit? Uh, yeah. Um. So uh, you you I mean you tell him what's going on and um. Voidbot says that the, uh, I don't know, he, he throws the laptop in the trash and says, okay, I don't need this anymore. Um, that's $200 you're just doing the trash. Uh, metaphorically. So if, uh, well, um, so what, what would be really nice is if you could, uh, plug Voidbot into this, but unfortunately, uh, he can't get in there. Second of all, you don't really have any way for him to, uh, directly interface with this computer. So he would just have to type in with his big meat fingers anyway. So the best option would be to get the program disk out and study it. Unfortunately, they don't make disks in this shape anymore. So you'd have to either find some very rare disks and make copies of this and mess with those, or you'd have to uh, get rid of this program that it currently has forever in order to make your own programs for this. Well, I don't think we really care what it's trying to do right now. It'd be interesting to know historically what it was trying to do. I'm not a romantic. That's true. Uh, it would be interesting to know, Kyle. Are you a romantic? I'd like to know what it was trying to do. <laughs> I. How difficult would it be to figure that out? Like, almost impossible? I don't care. Uh, you would need someone with jargon. Voidbot has jargon. Yes, four jargon. That's more than zero jargon. Well, uh, I mean, let's let me just fast forward time and assume that you have the ability to see into the future. Get this disc out of the thing and walk out four steps. Um, No, he does not have the ability to decipher what it was trying to do. Mm. Could uh, I bring Um, it to a specialist of old reckoning technology at the Humanists and ask them to figure out what this thing is trying to do? uh, You could definitely try to do that. Okay. I think that... Um, and then I would use up all my goodwill with them and they'd hate me. Uh, this is a bit less egregious than um, asking to get something, yeah. you know. Um, but I'm willing to do it. Um, 
I, I think this is a, this is pretty good. I think that we pretty much accomplished everything we need to in this session. You have the the crab functional now, crab machine. Um, uh, is there anything else that you'd like to know right now? Like you can ask me questions. We've got its ID. We've got it. You have an ID number. You know what? You know how it operates. Basically, we bury the radiation um, bomb in the near the radiation zone. I want to make sure that yeah. gets buried on camera. Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, this thing doesn't come with like um, specy. You can't run specy and figure out exactly what it has. Uh, so it 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 seems to uh, this this control system was built by someone who assumes that you know what you're doing, and unfortunately, <laughs> we never know what we're doing. Um, it's easy enough to give it commands but it doesn't say what can this do for me uh it doesn't say you know what what systems does this have or anything like that uh it can tell you that what's working and what's not and it gives you a list of things that aren't working but they're all old reckoning parts that you don't understand the names of unfortunately um but as far as you can tell uh it you know there's there's sort of a a primitive diagram and it seems like most of the upper thing is working except a suspicious hole-shaped area. We have to figure uh, out how, missing, how that happened. Missing transceiver. Uh, yeah. And then um seems like the middle deck is mostly working, although there's some oh. miscellaneous damage. Fire damage. And then uh, the, bottom, the bottom deck seems to have a lot of damage. Uh, there's, it seems like there's a lot of exterior module pieces, but you don't really know what they are. It doesn't say. And they are buried, obviously. Um, but it seems like a lot of those are damaged too. Um, although some of them seem to be fine. Um, so not exactly sure about that one. Yeah. I think, I think we're good. We've got the crab working. We can use it to reprogram the bots if we need to. Cause my, my problem is if we take this crab to the base, it's going to, it's going to be bad. It's not going to work. You can't. So, uh, well, you know, one thing we should do is why don't you guys each make, hmm. Uh, another CB roll, just to see if you can even find this kind of disc somewhere. Sure. If you wanted to purchase one of these discs, can you do it? Or are you guys going to have to confirm? Three successes, no failures. I don't know if three successes, no failures. Uh, well, you got two failures. Oh, I did. Oh, never mind. Um, I saw Kyle's. I didn't even think about it. My brain is so broken. Uh, so let's see. Um, three successes, no failures is... is uh, you don't find any listings uh directly but that's a good enough role that you know what kind of related things you could search for um and you do search and you find some vendors but you think you might have to pay one of these vendors uh a direct visit and ask for the parts or ask if they know anyone who has them so that might become a separate thing if you wanted to do that or you could see if anyone else can make a better cb role but this has been like three hours, and I think we should wrap it up now. Yes. Um, went a little bit longer than I planned. Sorry. It always goes longer, but, uh, these side missions. Yeah, it always, it always goes longer. Uh, but I think this was good. I think this was fun. We had a great time. We I, made, we I went from 10 perversity was, points to one. I think, but we made it uh, total Speaking of which, I'm actually, I, I wanted to uh, give you guys uh, two perversity points each. Oh, wow. Which makes up not at all for it, but uh, because you made some some interesting discoveries, you discovered that this was old reckoning technology, uh, which I thought was was interesting and worthy of some points. And you also managed to um, discover some interesting things about radiation in general, which I think is, is worth a point. Prevented a nuclear meltdown. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, so, uh, what? Sorry, you were going to say something, Kyle? Or 
So, I mean, we, we this is a pretty big success. We can now reprogram, if we have the courage to erase the disk, we can now easily reprogram the robots. Um, yeah. We can learn pretty much anything we want. Uh, God, is there a way we can get Voidbot into a smaller robot so he can get into this himself? I have been considering downsizing. <laughs> this frame seems unsuitable for my current routine. However, this would require a bot body of smaller size, which would be at least in the four-digit variety. Oh Therefore, at the moment, I believe this is not mm. feasible, as I refuse to be placed in a diminutive form. You know what? Respect my uh, my bot. I respect. Uh, is, there a way we can, is there a way we can steal a Jacko bot somewhere? Maybe. Um, Something but even so, he Voidbot doesn't really want a default Jackobot body because those are somewhat vulnerable, and ah. um, he wouldn't be able he wouldn't be able to fit his nice power core that he would like to remain attached to in it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, combat Jackobot. Uh. Okay, but yeah. So so what did we learn? We learned pretty much everything there is to learn about this robot that we can. We even have its ID now, so we can start spilling guts. Really learn about it. Yeah. Um, we have access to its core. We got it powered on. Theoretically, we could dig it out and do something with it, but we're not going to do that because its legs are probably broken and its arms are probably broken. And, and, if, we, no we and if its that. arms aren't broken, then it would be dragging itself across the waste and leaving an incredibly <laughs> cool and obvious trail right to where we are. Ram can yes. Ram can bury the radioactive bomb that will one day be used for a bombing. Yeah. It'll be fun. <sighs> Check off the uh, nuclear bomb. Just out of curiosity, do we need both rods to power this thing? Oh, yeah. You know, that's a good question. Um... This this thing seems to be operating uh, based on its readings at about fifty percent power. So based on that, if you had three, it would probably be seventy five percent power, which means it's mm. been here long enough to deplete the rods a bit. Which you know, I said they last basically forever, and I didn't mean literally basically forever. Like that's not like oh, it's it possibly thousands of years ago. No, but like they they should last you for like a couple centuries. Um, so. This thing's been down here for hmm. multiple centuries, so, um, so presumably. We, so we could take... Or or maybe, you know, it, they stuck some used rods in it in the uh, first place. Who knows? We, we, but, we um, could take one of these rods probably and, uh, you know, sell it or give it to someone. I mean, we could just breach, turn it into a bomb. <laughs> we could also turn it into more you bombs. We could turn them all into bombs. Oh, man. Oh, that's a... The big terrorism. Oh, yes. The big terrorism. <laughs> I don't know why you gave me that idea. Alright, well, that's just something to consider. Uh, I was in Death Leopard. Oh my god, one of these rods would go missing so quickly. You have no idea. I'll okay. The news okay. the next day. So, hmm. Let's see. Let's see. What else did we learn? You estimate. How- you have a vague estimation that these this thing could send crabs to dig. You're pretty sure it can do that. And you think it could probably do that within a radius of a couple miles. Are we within radius? So, uh, I can't see the whole map. Let's see. Where's the where's the actual map? Uh, one mile. So let's see here. Let me, drag, let me draw a shape here. The hole that kills you is the one. So it's about three and a half miles. So one mile is about so, four point. One four point. So how do I how do I do how do I do the Pythagorean theorem again? Let's see Pythagorean theorem. A little over three and a half miles. Now let's see here. Okay, so that... yeah, it's about three three and a half miles. Is that let's within see. radius? If it's a couple miles. Um, point five. If and... we're assuming that a couple doesn't mean two, 
It's apparently, according to Pyragrum Theorem, it's, uh, four miles. Basically, exactly. And this concludes our Ram and Kyle segment. If you want to know the answers to how far is the crab, can we build with the crab, etc., etc., that will come up in one of the next little segments before we start Mission 8, in which the players will discuss uh, what kind of base are they going to build and how are they going to build it. That will not be this episode, though, because the rest of this is dedicated to the state of the game and the future of the podcast, as previously mentioned. I hope you're ready for it, because this segment is long, and it makes the entire episode go longer than I thought it would, but that's okay. I guess you guys deserve a special treat for uh, episode 100, don't you? And it's full of the raw, spicy drama of the players telling me that my ideas are fucking bad. Hello, welcome to Paranoia, Fight Together or Die a Clone. This is a very special episode 100 segment. There should be about a half hour of content when I'm done editing the stuff for episode 100, so we're going to try to make this about a half hour of content as well, and uh, maybe a little more or less. I've got a question. So this is going to be at the end of the episode, right? This might actually come at the start, depending on how it's looking. Okay, because I said, well, if your answer was yes, it is at the end. I was going to say, why'd you open with hello? Whoops. So yeah, it's not no, going to be I, its own episode? Uh, no. We're not that interesting. God, I would fucking kill a, a podcast guy if they were like, hey. Here's uh, our special level 100 episode. Chat for 30 or minutes in the middle about, of like... this episode. No. Uh, just to uh, let you the players know, this is in the middle of Ram and Kyle um, doing their their crab revival. So... Uh, we won't be speaking of anything that happens after that. I mean, we actually won't. Like, I would actually edit that out because uh, that would spoil what happens next. But there's not very much that happens next. Just about... Um, Just the worst day of my life. Two, three, maybe, episodes of content. Maybe four. I'm not quite sure. I haven't looked at the length of the recordings. But um, after this, we'll probably be doing Mission 8. Uh, there might be one more episode of stuff, I'm not sure. Uh, which means Mission 8 comes next for us, the people talking right now, and it comes in, I don't know, episode 104, 105, something like that, for people listening. So, uh, why are we here? It's been months month since here. we last recorded. Every day I feel like... It hasn't been months since we last like... recorded. Has it been a month? It's been Maybe. a month. Listen, lots of stuff has happened. People get COVID. Uh, people die. Um, no one's died. None of us are um, dead. Fritter None of us are dead. Fine. Fritter is, is just fine. Okay. It would have been funny if I could get him here for this, but uh, well, I Adam think is busy. Uh, hello, I'm Frit in the distance. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, see, he's Damn fine. Fritter, do you want to join for our super special episode? Yeah, I can't. We'll I am day drinking. Um, his fans, his legions of he fans. He may be day drinking, or he may be. Whoa, whoa, working. whoa! We can't yeah, character assassinate him. His job, everyone. I'm at my uh, job for adults. This, address, and, uh, this entire section is going to have the music over it. <laughs> you need to cut all this. This is too mean to Fred. Yeah, uh, probably going to trim it down. All right. So I have a little script here that mostly I'm, is just here for my own reference. But uh, just just the things that I want to talk about. And we're just going to go through. Can we see the script? No. So the first thing I want to talk about is congrats on getting to episode 100, everybody. Um, you know, we, we don't have a, a shit ton of notoriety on the entire internet, but we have a, a couple hundred listeners. Um, congratulations to you, my episode. players. You're you're somewhat popular. 
people enjoy listening to you say things. To, com- to commemorate this, we'll be playing Minecraft uh, live. Yeah. A live um, Let's Play of Minecraft. A live yeah, Let's Play. So Stream Goss until he plays All Minecraft audio. With me. If you get to episode 200, I'll kill you. IRL? Um, all the player characters will die long before we get to 200. I will not allow it. Uh, uh, are we really rapidly approaching the abyss that quickly? Yeah, stop me. No, we're we're not necessarily, but that's why I'm saying I I have decided that I'm not going to do another two years of this specific paranoia campaign. That will not happen. Maybe I might even kill you before we get to 150. Right. So we're gonna suicide in this one and then uh, play the next paranoia campaign immediately. Yeah, you after. wish. Uh, so yeah, I might even stop before 150. Well, I'm not sure. So it's been it's been. Like, it's been seven missions, but really, if we were to continue playing for this amount of time, it would probably be, like, ten, twelve missions uh, that we do, because I'm, I'm cutting out a lot of the side stuff, and we'd probably do missions instead. Um, so, that said, there will probably be... I, I, have like- specific, I have specific plans for two missions, so we're going to do one mission in which I don't necessarily try to kill you forever... And then we'll do another mission, which I probably won't necessarily try to kill you forever. And, you what, know, if we, what if we have a good ending instead? Well, I vote for a good that's, ending. That's what we're here to talk about, actually. That's, one, that's the next thing we're going to talk about. Oh, so, um, given, given that I am now announcing that this will end within 50, probably 40 episodes, there, there's, a lot, there's a lot of big, cool mysteries. What would be cool is if we could wrap them all up in a really concise, interesting way. That won't happen. Earthwinds, um, like the void. So, what I'm what I'm thinking is probably you'll have time to solve like one mystery, which will probably be you know of your choice, assuming you don't dick around and not do anything for a long time. You know, you can pursue pursue what you want to pursue, and then you know, at some point, I think. It'll be. It will. Will end the game. Assuming you're alive, will end the game. Sort of. Sort of like embarking onto a bold new journey, and and that's the ending. Like like um, when all all the the beaten and bruised uh, Frodo and and Gandalf get on the elf boat and leave. And it's like all right, we're going off to a new adventure. It's going to be much nicer. Goodbye. I've got a pitch. Yeah. What's that? One of them gets grabbed by people that have such high security, and they're like, "How did your troubleshooting team not know that you were?" A menace, and then the dominoes start falling. But you do know that you're. Menaces. That's not a good ending, and we are menaces. Yeah, yeah, it's but a bad we're menaces. Menace. Alpha complex learns that we're menaces. We're supreme menaces. We are not so the I, supreme menace. I do. Have I a know for a fact that at least three of us I, are supreme menaces. I have. A, I have a, some pitches here. Some example pitches. Um, these are not meant for broadcast. By which I mean, I will. These will not actually be how it ends because they're stupid. Um, here's one example. Dr. Elroy says, wow, you solved my amazing secret. Now I'll tell you the real reason that I build robots and you'll join me and or defeat me depending on your alignment slider at the end of the game. Uh, alternatively, you, uh, do a thing to get to the void and you brush off the dust and it says Alpha Complex 2 in big font on the metal. Alpha 2, uh, Metal Gear Solid It's gonna be like, it's gonna be like a Marvel ending where it's like, uh, it's, we're gonna see Alpha Complex 2 and then a guy's gonna show up and be like, I'm slurpy derpy. And everybody's gonna be like, "Oh my god, slurpy derpy!" Yellow light bulbs from the previous campaign shows up. Yeah, says, Come with me if you want to live. Paranoia two shows up you in the app and we ask Goss, "What does this mean?" He's like, "Oh, it's the anniversary of the campaign." And we're like, "Goss, it's been we've been playing this for three years. This isn't even the date when we started." Oh my god, it's glub shit out. Right. So, so that's 
so that's that's what I'm I'm saying. Um, just to temper people's expectations that no, we're not going to solve every single mystery because that's impossible at this point. Um, so presumably the players will will solve some mystery of their choosing that they wish to pursue. Maybe more than one. I don't know. Well, then, will we not have our famous secret reveal on recording, and then you'll tell us all of the secrets and by proxy the audience. Yes, I will. I will get to that. Um, so then. Then you'll either die or sail off into the sunset. Or, you know, maybe we'll just conclude a mission. And maybe maybe we'll just say, wow, that was a really good... I think that was a really good conclusion. Um, let's wrap it up there with something, you know? Um, whatever we want to do. Whatever we feel is appropriate. Where are they now? Uh, yeah, you know, we could we could do anything like that. You know, th- this, is, these are ju- this is just a pitch for, like, a way that we could end it. Um, you know, we can do anything that we want. We've I don't want to set it in stone. Never so I already know the final villain of our campaign is going to be uh, Voidbutt. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Um, so, uh, you know, that's that's enough about that, I think. Um, let's talk about famous secret reveal. So usually at the end of a game of Paranoia, not just like my games, but I think at the end of most people's games of Paranoia, everybody reveals all of their secrets and we all laugh and have a great time um, and, and throttle each other for not helping us when we had the secret thing to help the other person, but we didn't feel like it. Full disclosure. Um, yeah. Um, and usually I keep a couple of secrets. Um, and I probably will too, because there's a lot of stuff that if it doesn't get solved, I want to keep for something else because I have good, I-, I have a finite amount of good ideas per year. Um, and I'd like to keep some for future campaigns. Future campaigns is the part that we talk about after this. Um, so in terms of the secret of re- reveal, I'll definitely tell a lot. Obviously, the players can, can reveal everything. I will, I'll tell all kinds of things to the players that they don't know, that the listeners already know, like secret things about their missions. Um, you know, I'm thinking... I'll, I'll probably tell you most of the secrets about whatever stuff you get involved in. So if you really want to know about a thing, um, be that the robots that have attacked you a couple times, uh, or the Void, or Dr. Elroy... Go after that thing, and if you're part way into that or all the way done with that, then it'll make sense for me to tell you about it. If you don't do something at all, I want to keep that um, mostly a mystery. I'll give you some hints, but you know, I I want to keep some of my stuff because we might do more paranoia later. It might contain some of the same elements, or I might just use it for another game. When you said the robots that keep attacking me, the great secret behind them, I'm like, no, I know why robots keep attacking me. That's not a secret. Oh, yes, I realized we're right the other robot. <laughs> I think he's talking about the robot that attacked Ram and then attacked Kyle. Listen, yeah. How I about mean, uh, that thing that hasn't occurred yet? No, that's Had happened. That's happened. Oh, I thought that, that ha- happened. Unless it, there's a third attack. Crabs, and then we. Did you get it? No, no, no. no. Ki- when Kyle like made me lay down my life for his like empty fucking. You yeah, that, that's happened. That's happened. Terrible decisions of your own accord, and we could have both survived that with flying colors. You could have both easily survived that if someone else had not made a terrible decision. I will throttle you, and you will survive nothing. Frankly, I asked to run. <laughs> you, you will survive. You if you want to blow up Ram, I've got experience with that. You do have experience with that. <sighs> what are you talking about? That was just a mysterious package to the mail. Had no involvement with so, any of that. So, more stuff, right now, so more stuff that I think anyway. we'll do after the end is, you know, at, at one point we talked about, you know, let's all listen to the campaign. It's 100 hours plus long. We're not doing that. Um, I'm not doing that. I'm not that interesting. I'm absolutely something, doing that. Well, yeah, something that I thought to it. something that I thought would be fun 
Um, maybe we can have a poll of not the favorite episodes of the listeners, but uh, maybe like the top three or top five episodes that the listeners would want to hear the reactions of the players listening to. And we can all listen to that and talk about them. That's you know, pretty I good. Think, I think that would be a good a good compromise, a way to oh. like, you know, people can vote on what what are the things where people would have the most interesting reactions, you know? How is that going to work, like, from a recording standpoint? Like, that sounds like a nightmare to listen to. Yeah, I, well, I, you know, I think we could either, like, book club it, and, you know, everyone listens to it, and then we, we meet up for it, or, you know, I don't know, we'll, we'll, we'll think of something. I, it, it, it'll, it, it'll be a little weird, but, um, I'm not sure. Right, I, I hate to be negative twice in a row, but I've got to, but, like, um, reacting to one's own content is like one of those like things that just comes across as supremely arrogant just in general. And I'll see yeah, how that's... it looks when it happens. Well, that, that's why, yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I want to, another thing I want to address maybe is, is getting too far up our own ass. And so I don't want to spend a really long time doing that kind of thing. I don't want, I don't want to do like a, a full length episode of us talking over us talking. Um, I want to do, I want to do like, you know, we, I, I think book club probably would work best. We meet up after listening to one and we say, wow, you know, I can't believe that that's why thing happened. Yeah, because it wouldn't be us exactly reacting to our own content. It would be us reacting to content we hadn't heard before in that yeah. sense. Like, it is our content in that I think we're doing I'll play it. play it by but ear, but if think, it comes across yeah. as going I up think around the yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just to have, uh, at the end of it, we can just have viewers directly ask us questions about things we don't know about and then we can react live i i think that that sounds better um uh so yes that you know that's that's a thing that i definitely want to do um is uh maybe we can do it live you know maybe we could arrange a time uh to have a chat uh where people can ask questions and post things and uh we can talk and we can also record that and turn that into epilogue episodes you know and so maybe we can maybe we'll do both maybe we'll do uh just that i just wanted to broach the idea of um, you know what? Now I feel like live is kind of dangerous too. Like I don't know if we if we should be uncensored. Well, the good news is that uh, the podcast will be uh, you know done. So if 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 uh, if we get canceled, it doesn't matter. We already finished. Um, <laughs> the idea that like if we go live for two seconds, never making a podcast a second, we're gonna time. scream oogly boogly and get canceled is just immediately really funny. I'll just call myself Grosts. The next time something. you make one, or, or are yeah. you rebranding? Okay. Well, you know, if things go really bad, I might need to rebrand, but we'll see. But yeah, those are, so those are some, some epilogue possibilities. Um, and then, you know, we'll probably have, I, mean, I don't know how long the secret, uh, reveal will go on. That could go on for a full 24 hours, you know? Uh, we'll, we'll just see. I, I, I imagine there will probably be multiple, probably several epilogue episodes worth of stuff we can talk about for something this big, you know? Um, but we'll see. So, um, next I want to talk about what we'll do after this, which is kind of a little early to talk about that, but I figure, like, this game will end at some point, and then I'll want to do another game, um, and there will be a long period of time while we decide on what game to do, and, um, I'd like to cut that down a little bit, especially if I want to, uh, if you have a, a thing the best way to kill it is to have, like, a, a three-month hiatus, you know? Um, like, we, we have, like, two people who give me $3 a month, and I appreciate them dearly. 
I hug them and squeeze them, and I. But it would be kind of annoying if I had to say, "Okay, stop paying me now," because I don't know when I'm going to run my next. Game I thought of, you were I, in I wanna, like great start. pain from creating the podcast and wanted it to end. Well, I do want this to end, um, but but only because I'm I'm tired of this specific campaign, and I want like a month to just not do anything, you know, but not like half a year. So there's a couple things. There's some there's some things that I want to do that basically fall into the same category of creative energy of making a podcast. Um, and and it, you're gonna I know at least one of you is gonna say this is that's gay. Stop talking about it. Um, but I have a couple of let's plays I want to do. That's gay. Stop talking about it. Yeah, I know. Um, Minecraft. No, we're being canceled already. Specifically, like I have a I have a couple little strategy games that I have wanted to show off some. Some kind of weird and interesting ones. And originally the way that I was planning on do that, doing that was text and image posts on the Something Awful forums. Because I think that turn-based strategy games are good for that. Um, Is I there could... an audience so comprised of goons that you can plug into Something Awful Let's Play on this? Yeah. How horrifying. I, I think, I think we're like mostly... It's exclusively goons, isn't it? Well, I, there's, there's some people that just like somehow found it, I've been told. And I'm like, wow, that's great. I don't know how. Uh, I hope you have ten dollars for the forums. Yeah, <laughs> most like people. The people who speak to me are are mostly goons. Um, so maybe maybe like that's ten percent and ninety percent are just going to be like, who the fuck? What is what is this? I'm going to stop listening to this right now. If that's true, I'm really sorry. I'm very sorry, genuinely. Free membership to our gaming group for anyone who is not a goon. Yeah. I I think maybe what I want to do is, like, while we plan what the next tabletop and their, thereby, like, podcast will be, I'll probably do one of those. It's not a super long thing. I'm probably so going to... are we going to make another actual play podcast? Yes, that's what that's what I'm saying. I'm probably going to do a short, campaign. a little short thing while I'm thinking of, like, while I'm brainstorming ideas and writing stuff and, and things like that. And maybe still while we're deciding if we haven't decided yet what we want to do next. Um, I could always do Call of Cthulhu. Those will always last. Like, oh, yeah, those time. Call of Cthulhu are oh, really nice. That could be so fun. We could good. do a short call. We, we could do, you know, we could do some shorties. Um, that's one thing we could do. We could play um, fucking I Dracula. Talk... <laughs> I want to talk, I want to talk about the, the next thing I want to talk about is what tabletop games we would play next. Um, and obviously this is, this is, um, a huge decision and one that we will not be making today, but, I, I presume this is like the long-term I really long -term think Call of Cthulhu is a great idea. No, no, I, 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 don't think I don't think well, well, that, that, that's you know um, the next tabletop, regardless of if it's long or short. You know, so um, um, like I'm going to disappoint gotta... the viewers. I don't want to play anything interesting. I just want to play an elf game. A what game? An elf game. A game elf with elves. Game. A D and D. You really There's just want to play an elf elves. game. For example, I, see, the problem is, I don't think that we're good enough role players to make an engaging D and D thing. So I, I think it would well, be worth it to play D and D for funsies. But true. if you want to record Listen, something, I don't know about that. Let me can I can I give my honest opinion of like D and D like playthroughs or podcasts or or hit it. All right, um, I love Matt Mercer. I love most of his friends. Um, they're great. Terrible role players at many Bye. aspects of Bye. Dungeons and Dragons. And rip shit awful at some other ones, and that's fine. And they're, they they have a better show than I ever will, and I accept that. Uh, and I'm a salty, jealous bitch. Uh, maybe if I had fifty billion boyfriends like them, I wouldn't be such a salty, jealous bitch all the time. Are you like intentionally constructing a sentence without using the word "but"? 
I just said but. Oh, it's like shouting over it. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, I think that if we play to our strengths, uh, which we can, because I know how to do that by now, and if I don't, then, you know, I might as well just fucking kill myself, because I, I don't know why I've been doing this for two years if I don't know our strengths. I think we can... What, what can you enumerate our strengths for me, please? Uh-oh. Uh, we are... We, we have a group here who is good at being funny, um... On improv, I can give you a funny scenario and you'll do funny things and it's actually genuinely amusing, not like fake funny. I, I, that's, I, you know, I, I believe that. And I, there's people who aren't, you know. Uh, and that's sad. I feel terrible for them and their unfunny lives. Those people on planes. I'd like to make a card argument is that I don't think... Like, depending on your definition of roleplay, sure, we probably aren't, uh, you know, Shakespearean actors or we're not, you know... Uh, young adult novel Katniss bullshit, but I think a lot of stuff. I think we're significantly actually... better than young adult novel shit. Let's be <laughs> yeah, real here. I, I would say that. Whoa, whoa, really whoa, whoa, whoa. Actually, whoa. What, I, what I mean by this is like, so I don't watch um, actual plays because I, I have a like deep distaste for a deity or whatever. Um, but like, I will say that from what I can gather from like being an outside observer of people who do watch those kinds of things, the 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 storytelling is like really what they like cherish about that. Like, yeah, it's funny too, and that's great. But like, I mean, like uh, Dimension Twenty or whatever. Great settings. Thank you, Kyle. I I'm not concerned about ghosts. We we don't have to be we don't have to be perfect role players. In fact, a lot of the most popular shows, you know. There's a lot I of I just think we need to be incapable. We need to be capable. I have of deep and intricate backstories the, for my characters that just never come into the world in a way that we <laughs> tend not to do. Graham is a no, psychopath. At, whoa, I was gonna say I acting. Like I cut off. Oh, sorry, Graham. Okay. Graham is very I good think, at getting into character. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go. <laughs> I think that we can probably take any game and make it interesting. Like it won't be the same as other stuff, but I think you know the. The entire reason that I started this is because I watched all kinds of paranoia shows, and I said, this is cool, but none of them are doing this in the way that I'd like to see it, which is I'd, I want to know what the secret things are. I haven't seen a single one where I get to know what the secret stuff happening behind the scenes is. And people like that. People say that's their favorite part is getting to know what the secret stuff is. So in that sense, you know, I think that, you know... I wouldn't try to frame it as only like, okay, now come on, get into character, use your voice, enunciate, come on, you know. To be clear, I am in no way uh, saying, oh no, I can't do the voices, I can't play a D&D because I can't do the voices. I think that's... No, 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 I, yeah, I know you're not, I know you're not, yeah. I will never do yeah. a voice unless it's really funny. Um, but if we do something else, probably it's going to be something that's more story-driven than Paranoia, if only because Paranoia is something that's much more like a, a, a fucking Mr. Bean episode than anything with a cohesive, you know, plot. Anyway. Okay, so, um, moving on from are we are we physically capable of doing a game that's not paranoia? Yes, I think we are. Yeah, um, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, so uh, what would we do? So, um... I mean... The, I, the, j- I just... The reason I want to talk about this is because it has to be something that I want to run. It has to be something that the players want to play. Including probably um, some other people who have been in our friend group who have been patiently waiting for the opportunity to play a game that they like uh, for years. You know, I want to give them input and a chance to vote on things. But um, you know, on the on the the hierarchy of needs, uh, where I'm at the top of the pyramid, everyone else is is slightly below me. Below that, um, crushed under our our weight, 
is is the listeners. And I would like to know what the listeners would like to see. Um, so, you know, I, I, that's something that I think we should probably have a poll on is, is an, an interest poll. And we may end up doing the thing that you least want to hear. Um, and that would be unfortunate for you. But it's much more important that the players are happy, and it's much more important than that that I'm happy. So, um... I genuinely yeah. think that, regardless of what we decide, that I think there should be a Call of Cthulhu game, because I feel like Call of Cthulhu is a very good palate cleanser. You know, we, we do kind of do I, that. I, I we, do, we do a Call of Cthulhu every once in a while, usually between other stuff, you know? God, my favorite. Well, because they, they uh, work really well as short things. I, I think especially, like, following Paranoia, it, it has the vibes. Like, there's secrecy, and there's, like, goofiness, and there's, you know, I, like, I really think it's good. And I have some half-written ones anyway, so, you know, I could probably uh, finish one. There's, you know, the... One thing that occurs to me is if we do a shorty like that, would that go like at the end of this or the beginning of the next one, or what would it even be called? I don't know. Yeah, are you gonna have to start like a, a, a new podcast? Are you gonna keep going on this podcast and rename it? Have you thought about that at all? Uh, I considered that at one point, and then I forgot to think harder on it, and now I have to think about it again. Reasonable. Um, but like, I, I'd like to keep it in the same thing. It could be. It could be the next season. I could. I could try to find something else that has like the acronym PFTDC players <laughs> find maybe just keep players the name fight and dragons and I think, I think you might need, I think you might need to just give up and say yeah this is the title it doesn't have any bearing on the current content uh, I'll, I'll think about that I'll think about that um, anyways you know I maybe I'll divide it into different seasons in a podcast maybe it'll be some this maybe it'll be that. Um, so regardless of long or short, so like we will probably do a little Call of Cthulhu next. That could be fun. That could be short. Um, but let's talk about, let, let's, let's talk about, um, what else we might want to do. So some Dang stuff it. we have done, um, we did Pathfinder. We're sure as fuck not doing that again. <laughs> you know, um, shots fired. Long. Pathfinder lovers do not approach. You know what? What else have, did we do? We've done the lots of Call of Cthulhu, lots of paranoia. Uh, RPGs. We could do a, we could do a bunch of those, there, like little ones. There are yes. There's a there's a wonderful um, competition of sorts uh, to make. I don't remember what it's called, but you can probably search it by just searching for like 100 word RPG. So this is actually called the 200 word RPG challenge, which I highly recommend looking into. Although uh, last entries are from 2019, I don't know what's going on with that. Maybe they uh, don't do it anymore. Still, it's full of hilarious ideas. The one we're talking about is "Fuck It's Dracula," which was removed from it for some reason. Uh, there's no comment on why it was removed, but I'm providing a link that works to the game manual. Anyways, if you want to take a peek, uh, but it's where people try to make RPG rule books in 100 words or less. We played one that was. Um, really fantastic called Fuck It's Dracula. Um, I'll, I'll put in the, the credits and, and link to that in the description of this if I leave this bit in. Um, uh, but some of them are real gems and we always wanted to do more of them and, um, doing a couple at random might be, might be fun. Uh, in terms of my plans, I have, I have spent a lot of time, um, planning out some ideas for a fantasy game of some kind that I guess would probably be 5th edition, which we played a little of, and I thought was pretty good. Um, I'd be open, to, open to running it in some other rule book, but I'm not sure what else I would run it in. So, you know, that's something to think about other other stuff. Um, we played Numenera. I think we probably won't do that again. Although we could we could do Numenera. It's an interesting setting. It's an interesting, but I think it's a bit too... Uh, a bit too... 
hobbled and restrictive. And it's yeah. I mean, also, um, I don't so... think we played uh, entirely as the developers intended it. The light bulbs edition wasn't as developers intended. No, yeah, Lights, Lights was running that game, and it made it very interesting, to say the least. <laughs> but you know, I, I I've mentioned some some light bulbs runs the game stories in the podcast, and I I think you do a really good job in some aspects, actually. So you know, I I had a lot of interesting engagements there. I had a lot of fun. So uh, something else that I looked at that I uh, wanted to run a couple of years ago but didn't um, is a game called Stars Without Number, um, which is I have a, a very rough grasp of the rules because I didn't read the entire rule book, but it seems to be like it's it's got a lot of different components, um, some for your character, but also for ships um, flying around in space, exploring things. Um, I have some ideas for a campaign in that that I've been thinking of for a while. So that's, that's two comp- campaigns that I've ha- put like a decent amount of thought into, which I think we'll talk about what those ideas are next to give you an idea of what the hell I would be running in these um, games. But again, you know, I could run the fantasy one and some other fantasy thing and the sci-fi thing and some other sci-fi thing. I don't know. If you have suggestions for other tabletop games that are really great, you know, hit me up with them. Um, I would love to show off some ones that are less popular, uh, like sort of in the way that Paranoia is not super well-renowned, uh, renowned, renowned, regarded, known. And then um, there were some other ideas which we discussed that I haven't thought super deeply on, but I have thought a little bit about, and I still think that they're funny after all this time. One of which would be, we, we discussed we discussed the campaign where everyone is um, an anime high schooler protagonist. Uh, Japanese high schoolers set out to kill God. Uh, game of some kind. I still don't know how that would work, but it's just a very funny idea to me. Um, just getting some Persona vibes in here? Yeah, just like sort of a, a, sort of a, a Persona kind of, you know what's going on in our, our. I actually have a um a suggestion. Okay, yeah. Um, I think I talked about this before with like just us, but um, there was a game I found that I could find the name of the game af- after this or during this. Um, but it is it is a fantasy setting where um all of the players are paladins of like the same god or like worshippers of the same god, and like that god dies, but we have to convince you have to convince like the world basically that he is still there and being god weekend at bernie's um sort of divine edition sunday at bernie's i I, I talked about it before i think it's called our god is dead is 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 what i think yeah i i do remember you mentioning that um is this for the fantasy setting or the japanese high schooler one this is i I guess any i haven't really looked at the book but it's it's built for a fantasy setting and so i was uh, that's really thinking of an opportunity for us to play a lesser known game um and and some some of the other like smaller details of things you were looking for. I'm thinking now of the Japanese high school we're going to kill God thing, but in that setting where we are all believing the same God, which is dead, and we're saying no, no, no he's alive, and we're going to kill him. You have to believe us. We're going to kill him. Um, so since we're talking about dead gods, I think this would be a good time to jump into some of the ideas that I had. Um, the uh, I, I I I'm a little hesitant to give pitches for campaigns that I might never run before I fucking die. Um, cause it's always a sad thing, but I want to give a general pitch to both the players and also listeners of, of what some of these games would be. And I've talked about some of them before, but I'm going to talk about them again because I don't think anyone would remember very well. The fantasy one that I have is sort of a, a post, uh, post fantasy in the sense that everything's been really fucked up. Um, because one of the gods, specifically the, the ocean god, um, got royally pissed for reasons uh, that would be discussed if we actually played it, and um, oh, yes. kind, 
murked all the other gods, and now uh, the planet has been kind of uh, what I would like to call, uh, I'm making a new adjective, or maybe a new verb, I guess, wind-wakered. The planet got wind-wakered. Oh, I think you talked about this because we were like, oh, we can be pirates, and you're like, yeah, you could be pirates. Yeah, we you love could be pirates. pirates. I would love to do this setting more than any other, the other long-term ones we've discussed. We love Really? Okay, well, um, so, so, just to, just, like, to give, I think the best way that I figured out to explain what the campaign would be like is to describe a bit of what the beginning of it would be um, rather than try to explain all the empires or, or whatever the hell. Um, so uh, the general idea would be everyone would have a um, sort of in the way that we dealt out some extra stuff at the start of this paranoia game, there would be a couple of job descriptors of sorts, um, which contains a, a couple extra things for your character that, that make them special in some way and have some relation to the plot, um, sort of to help keep all the characters having a reason to adventure together, you know. Um, so there would be some secrets involved, but I think that would ha- probably happen in every game that I run because I think it's more fun. And all of you would, for one reason or another, um, somebody, you'll, you'll meet some characters in a, a little short session you have individually. And one of those characters, they get everybody together um, because they have a cool plan and the cool plan is what if we build a new god uh because we only have one and we're not super pleased with them because they kind of hate everyone and want everyone to die and drown um but also the people who have this idea some of them are a little bit crazy so what if we want to stop the people who want to build a new god or what if we want to build our own new god separate from these people you know what what some 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 interesting things would happen, and there will be water and boats and um, adventures and and like demons and maybe even a dragon or something like a, a fantasy setting or whatever, you know. Um, and so that's that's uh, the picture for that one. That's the idea. You love to be in an arms race where the arms are producing our dawn machines. Just truly upsetting, truly an upsetting yeah, the sun, existence. The sun, the sun, the sun, the sun, the sun, the sun. So I I'm sort of surprised that that one uh, interests you so much already Kyle but I'm I'm happy because it seems like you're you're very interested in it um which is nice but let me let me just give an, another pitch for another game that I've been working on in my head for a while and again we don't have to do one of these two things um there's a lot of other games to think about and talk about the other one uh is for Snores without number or some other game in space probably not that pathfinder thing that's in space though I don't I don't I have big time to break out that. the firefly um, rpg I would recommend 40k or Rogue Trader, but I cannot, in good faith. You know what? I, I, that's another I thing that I did consider. I did consider that this could work in 40k at Rogue Trader, or something like that. Um, and that's I something that I always wanted to run as well. Um, although I don't know quite as much about the setting as I do about other stuff like uh, Warhammer Fantasy, for example. So I'm gonna be quite honest. Um, you should throw out a lot of the setting for 40k because it's not good. Well, I'm gonna get a lot of hate for that, but I'm just saying the truth. No, no, I, I, I it wouldn't be like. Uh, I, don't, I, I want to. If we do a setting like like a specific sort of setting with specific sort of stuff, I want to avoid the. Um, what I want to avoid is going on the little kitty car ride through the amusement park and saying, "Wow, look, it's the Space Marines!" And we go by, you know, at, at two miles an hour and say, "Wow, look, it's the Tyranids!" You know, I don't want to do that. Um, here's, but it here's is a setting about, that could work. Here's the thing about 40k is that uh, not only is there. Uh, many points in time where you can make that take place. Uh, you can basically just make anything true or not true as we, your whim dictates. I must hear this sci-fi like, pitch. 
Uh, All right. Yes. Uh, so let's let me get on to the pitch. Um, so basically, uh, the the game would be like this. All of you have your own characters. You can be a human if you want. Um, you can you can live in some planet somewhere as long as it's not um, like the capital of the universe or anything. You can be an alien if you want. Um, there's lots of aliens. You can be from a species that nobody's even discovered. You can be from a species that doesn't even have any technology yet, if you want, which is, which I think is kind of interesting. As long as you have some traits or ability or something which makes you remotely balanced with the other characters, of course. And there's lots of problems in space. One of the problems is space pirates. And there's some rather unusual space pirates which appear and disappear. And they appear and disappear because they have some rather strange targeting priorities. Basically, they they like to show up and uh, just bomb the shit out of people occasionally and then take some stuff. And nobody really knows who is running this or why they're running it. Because cool. the crew is almost entirely composed of people that they bombed the shit out of and then took a couple of them and said, all right, you work in this crew now. Otherwise, we'll throw you out the airlock. Um, and it's just kind of perpetuated like that for a while. And uh, whoever whoever is giving the orders has not really made themselves clear. But all of you have been living a nice life somewhere, doing something, when uh, you got the shit bombed out of you. Um, some aliens and robots and horrible machines flew down and then brought you into this horrible amalgamation fleet of makeshift ships from different factions um, and so on and so forth. Um, long story short, uh, you're basically a pirate crew, kind of unwilling. Some stuff will happen which will leave you sort of stranded in a way, but with a ship. Um, just not really sure where to go, and unfortunately the ship you're in has an enormous bounty on it. Um, and you'll kind of have to figure out, you know, what do we do? How did, how did we end up here? Can I, can I possibly find the planet that I was on that was, you know, burned to a cinder? Um... Really into pirates this year, huh? Listen, the other one's not about piracy. You guys added that in. We'd be a pirate so quick. You know it. We can't stop doing crimes in any I game we play. Literally, I think we've been criminals in every game. Or we've done criminal shit in every single game we've ever nah. played. No. I mean, I you're doing criminal shit. Condition. I was the paladin. Gregor was not a criminal. Was crimes happening around him? Uh, not unless he could stop it. He couldn't okay. stop it, rather. There's there is another pitch. On. There's a forbidden pitch. Oh my gosh. There's a forbidden pitch. Um, if you, you guys can stop me if you're going to get really now. angry. Is I've it L and B? If you say fail, I'm hitting the leave button. No, I've run this uh, several times actually, and it's always failed because I usually run it as a text game, and nobody really likes oh, no. to play those for a long time. My, time. my favorite! But I do, have a, I do have a particular fantasy thing, which we could oh. pretty easily just make 5e or any fantasy game. Oh, God, you've already revealed all the secrets. You can't do this anymore. You shot yourself uh, in the foot. You don't know all the secrets. Nobody read that except Ram, and he already forgot. Ah, I know the secrets. A lot of secrets. The forbidden. What do you know? What do you know? Tell me. Tell me. Look at me in the eyes. Just off the top of my head. First off, fuck yeah. off. Second off, uh, <laughs> Goliath is. Hmm. It's more or less accurate. It's more or less accurate. Yeah, I know it is. I mean, look, we all know that all of Gus most. Ancient and forbidden idea uh, of Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, that oh, is my most ancient and forbidden idea. I wanted to run a Yu Yu Hakusho game really bad, but uh, 
No, no, not that. I'm not even talking about that. Although I forgot about that. Thank you for wait. You're not but... talking about that. What are you talking about then? No, I'm talking about how like Goliath is a big demon, but he can't fit through the portal, but all the little demons can fit through the portal, just like Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh yeah, I did rip that out of Yu Yu Hakusho because that's my favorite anime. Um, anyways, Jesus, Yu Yu Hakusho all the way down. We should just do a rewatch of Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh yeah. my god. Well, we never finished the fourth season, so we should watch the fourth season. But we should um, not watch the fourth season. What? Just have this call if it doesn't get back I'm gonna rub season. my face against some sandpaper. So can we? <laughs> yeah, we should probably start wrapping this up. Okay, this is, this is awful. But the forbidden pitch. Uh, it, even if you know some of the things, you don't know all the things. Uh, nobody knows all the things, and I would be making a lot of changes to it anyways because a lot of my ideas were bad. But the forbidden pitch basically goes something like this: there is a there's a portion of uh, pick whatever fantasy setting. It was just kind of generic fantasy. Uh, back when I ran it previously, I'd probably pick something more specific. Um, there's a particular region where uh, it has been predicted by probably one of the, the top predictors of anything uh, in the entire world that there's going to be a, uh, a tremendous fuck-off large demon invasion um, that will absolutely wreck the entire planet. Um, but it's not too much of a problem because uh, they predict this, I don't know, like a decade in advance. Um, easy peasy. Uh, they come up with a solution. The solution is that they have to surround the uh, pretty much the size of like an entire state and blockade it all and then firebomb the entire thing. Um, and lots of people have been evacuated. But as you might expect, not everybody wants to evacuate. Not everybody even knows what's going on because uh, they don't have phones. They do have, uh, you know, scrying and, and communication spells, but uh, poor people don't get those. There is a way to not firebomb everything, and that's if uh, you can get rid of the, the head honcho, uh, which is called Goliath. Uh, and that's why the name of the game is Goliath Must Die. Um, and so if you, for whatever reason uh, you may have, maybe you happen to have been stuck in this location and now you can't leave because of the border, uh, because there's lots of very sneaky demons that can disguise themselves. Um, and they don't want any of those to escape. Or maybe you are a um, bold and brash adventurer who belongs in the trash and you want to go in uh, because you're very smart and you can definitely kill Goliath yourself. And if you do, then they don't have to firebomb everything because then they could probably just, you know, slowly get rid of things. Um, and uh, that's the general idea of that. God, I love Goliath Must Die. It was so good. Listen, I, will, I will say Goliath is a wonderful incredible game of intrigue and mystery it really is it was interesting yeah i guess i guess like how do i explain the parts that i you know somewhere on my computer i probably have the actual pitch which contains stuff that makes it sound more appetizing but like there there's some interesting things um um it's it's like roadside picnic except fantasy yes that's what it is that's literally it there's you're in the zone half the time these demons are not like the typical fantasy demons. It's not like the ones you find in the Monster Manual book. These are really almost entirely alien creatures that don't have the same language or even physiology as you. And most of them are very unfriendly. Some of them are not completely unfriendly, and they're just trying to figure out what the hell's going on. And um, on the, in the same way, perhaps we're not so different, you and I. Uh, most of the humans are very unfriendly to these, these new people showing up. Some of them are not so unfriendly and are trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Um, and so there's some, there's some language deciphering and, and 
dip- trying diplomacy with things that you have no concept of if it's even intelligent or not, and and interesting um, sort of puzzles like that. I would I would describe them as, um, which I, I think are are probably what the main draw of of the the game is. It's lots of secrets and mysteries, and and trying to figure out you know why why are these things here? Um, what what's the deal exactly? What's going on? There's a, it's a lot of intrigue and a lot of like investigation of, of really weird stuff and then also just like some pretty incredible and fun like political stuff going on. Like it's not just like oh what's what's this weird demon going on. It's also kind of looking at like what's going on with with the people who live in this in this region. Like what are they doing? Why haven't they left? Like what are they trying to do in response yeah. to this? And there's a lot of so, investigation in all direction. So you cool. know, um, that, it's something that I I would like to do again, but this time with all my knowledge. And power, um, aka making it uh, an actual campaign that people can play at a reasonable pace and has like you know the ability to hold people's attention for more than a has couple it months. been ten years since you've run the last one? No way, no, uh, no, no. Maybe like no, five years. No, no, no. <laughs> you oh, no, will no. die. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been uh, like an hour, uh, but that's good because a lot of this is shit that I'm going to have to cut out. Um, but that's uh, that's it. That's the episode 100 special. That's the script that I had. That's everything I wanted to talk about. How are you guys doing? I didn't get shot, so I'm doing real good. Yeah, so this was not in character. Um, yeah, that's what I was I th- worried about. I think okay. some people thought it was going to be, but that's okay. It wasn't. Um, like I said, I, I would like to do one of the settings. I would. I'm If I did rank voting, it would probably be, you know, uh, Wind Waker, and then Goliath, and then I suppose uh, this is a fi- sci-fi setting. Wow, we will have to do okay. ranked voting then because my answers are completely different. <laughs> well, you know, um, of course, I, I, I mean, I do want to do uh, a call exclusive before anything else. Yes, yeah, love. And, and I think that, I'm Jones in for a call One thing is to consider is that in terms of like the amount of time that we'd be playing the game, um, it'd probably be a lot fucking less than this because paranoia ends up taking so long, especially when I'm doing a podcast because a I'm, I'm editing everything, but. Um, mainly because I have to do all this secret shit between all these things, but I really don't have to do that for other games. Um, like Mutants and Masterminds one was a exceptionally long story and had a ton of filler in it too, that I probably would have cut out if I had thought more about. Um, and it only took us a year, uh, maybe less than a year, a little bit less. This um, has also been harder because we have to like physically get together be- and record and it's like, so we need. I don't know. I, I I think that there's a lot going into this that's not just Owen's oh, paranoia. Yeah, but like you know, if we if we do another thing, you know, we could probably do like you know once every every other week, you know, like like we normally kind of do, um, because I I don't need to I, <laughs> I don't need to do stuff with with such horrific uh, uh, lengths of time between sessions. So you know, we, we probably have time for more than one of these before we all die. Is what I'm saying. You know, I hope so. And that yeah, that's uh. That's it. All right, I am we did it. physically holding my headphones together, so like I'm oh. not joking. Like I have, I am holding them together so that I can hear what you guys are saying. I noticed there's a. Uh... Do you need some new ones? Oh, is there anything else you'd like to, to ask us as players? Go. Yeah. Are you having fun? Sure. I love paranoia. You know this. Yeah. I love paranoia, and you know this. I hope yeah. some secrets never get uncovered. And others mm. are immediately uncovered. Yeah. Uh, I, I, so I think I think we can be done uh, if you have nothing else to say. All right. 
Great, I'm gonna go find another pair of headphones. While we plan what the next tabletop and thereby, like, podcast will be, I'll probably do one of those. It's not a super long thing. I have some games that I'd love to do a super long playthrough of. Ram, uh, Ram, Ram, with with glee and horror, he watched me play a a particular 300-hour JRPG of of great importance to my life, and now his. Oh my gosh. I'd love to do the prequel to that. Um, Oh, yes. In fact, I'd love to do that one again, but just like force him to watch me do it again. But this time, it's for everyone to watch. You know. Oh my god, I can't wait to watch it again. I'm gonna have to veto that. You can't. You can't subject listeners to that. I cannot. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's the thing. It's it's long. It's miserable. It's awful. It's horrific. It's so. I I don't know if I can keep like you know. I was kind of iffy about when you're using this to plug your let's plays, but now you're plugging JRPG let's plays. I think I can't endorse this anymore. Yeah, yeah, I know. This is this, but I'm saying this is dumb. I'm not going to do that because they're you need horrifying. To cut this all out. Because this is embarrassing. Hours. Out about this. Cut out everything else and leave this in. This cut is out everything stuff. else. Leave this in. Okay, leave I this in. All right, here's our episode 100 special. Um, please watch my JRPG <laughs> Let's Play. People are going to fucking Bye. never <laughs> watch this podcast again. This is the last episode. Get down, get down, get down. Ow! Ow! Get down! You know, you know, um, sweet be- so stop. Why are you like me? She doesn't like your you uh, association. You know, I accidentally just had that experience oh, um, off mic, and ow. I felt really guilty about it, but now it's happening to Gus, so I feel vindicated. Why are you doing this? Why do you feel guilty if your cat bites you? That's, cats just because do that. Because I They're... screamed and she screamed and it was very loud. Get out of here. <laughs> I'll check your food bowls after I do this. Okay. Um, sorry about that.